Henshin Inspection presents Going Ultra! This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Going Ultra. Visit mjmunoz.com slash gu for notes and links, and don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help me grow. Ultraman Z, Episode 9, uh, entitled The Unidentified Object Convoy Order. <laughs> Aired originally August 15, 2020. The writer is credited as Satoshi Suzuki. The director is Nazuhiro Nakagawa. And then there's a special director credit from the uh, fandom Ultraman Z wiki uh, of Katsuro Onoe. Kind of like Inoue, but with an O instead. Anyway, so this was a pretty neat episode. Uh, I liked the... Oh, actually, hold on. I'm starting off with splinters. So what are the negative things? What negative stuff do I have to say about this episode? Uh, Negative stuff... uh, I, well, yeah, here we go. Uh, who, the hand that popped out at the big surprise at the end, uh, is basically spoiled by the preview, and I don't like that. Um, I usually don't complain about spoilers, but I was really intrigued. Oh man, what was that alien hand? Who was popping out of that? You know, what is this character? And then the preview. Up, oh, it's this guy. This space pirate so-and-so. Barbosa. Actually, that's who it is. So, spoilers. Sorry. Space pilot Barbosa's coming in. I'm pretty sure that's an established character. Uh, again, because I'm new to the Ultra series, I don't know who all these people are. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's it's an established character because that's what they seem to do. Um, everything's kind of building off the old stuff, which is kind of funny. But, you know, I guess it works. The way they do it, it seems to work. It's been entertaining me so far. So, that's a good thing. Anyway. So... Uh, we have that to look forward to, but I was a little disappointed that it was spoiled. Um, I like the deception. I like how they had to fool Haruki uh, Habaragi. That is his name, right? Um, he looked absolutely crazy. Uh, so I guess I'm moving on to good things. He looked absolutely crazy in his, his wild laugh and him running off and stuff from Yoko. That was pretty cool. I like that Yoko was... Um, well, I like that... Uh, I guess one more mini splinter is that Yuka being able to develop her little... Uh, you know, cosmic ray emitter or whatever so fast was a little, I don't know, a little, little dodgy to me, I guess. Um, but I liked what they did with it. So I guess that's what really matters is that it was cool that they did this faint <clears throat> and now the operation was to distract, uh, King Joe or, or whatever the, the kaiju or, or robot was. And, uh, that, you know, they were able to have success in their mission because they did that. So that was pretty cool. And then, uh, it was neat that it was, uh, being trusted to Yoko to do that all on her own. And she did a pretty great job up until the end there where uh, Habaragi got, uh, you know, he, he intercepted the medals. Um, I just wonder what he was doing, how exactly, I guess, is he with the Allied Forces? Is that what it is? They do the cleanup and he's part of that crew. Um, I hadn't really noticed the Allied Forces uh, name before. I thought it was some other division of, of storage that was doing stuff, but maybe it was the Allied Forces that were cleaning things up. So anyway, the action was pretty good. Seeing, uh, you know, King Joe break into 40 pieces, that was pretty cool. I had no idea that was going to happen. I'm, I'm not familiar with the character at all. And I like how it was a surprise to the characters in the show as well. And, um, yeah, I, I, uh, the, um, the Gamma Future form, I'm not sure how I feel about it too much. It is interesting that he can turn himself into four Ultras, and, uh, I noticed the other three that he, you know, that split off from him, uh, were, like, they had a golden glow around them, or a golden, you know, hue to them, to show that they're, you know, magical, or something else, like, they're not just normal, you know, separate Ultras. But at the same time, he's all four of them. Um, so that was, I don't know, that's kind of a weird thing, but it was pretty cool to see. Um, and that lightning grenade, you know, technique or whatever you want to call it was pretty fun. Uh, ultimately, I did like the the fact that, um, you know, he was able to 
defeat him in, in a kind of a clever way. Although I was thinking about it, um, it was interesting that Wyndham was used uh, instead of uh, of uh, well that that Haruki used Wyndham, but now we know why. It's because of the whole deception that they wanted to do, and he's got the longer battery life. And um, it didn't feel like the fight with Wyndham and uh, and King Joe was actually five minutes. It felt a lot longer, but uh, I don't know. I'm not going to go back in time at all. I'll trust them that they they kept it to uh, under 300 seconds, but. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see what else was there. I don't know. It was just a fun episode. I liked. Uh, I liked the like the intrigue, and they did a lot of stuff with like in that tunnel. Uh, it was a very good like horror scene where uh, or a thrilling scene where they're trying to get away from this thing and it's chasing after them. And the music was it felt a little different. It felt uh, really good and, and I don't know a lot more impactful. Uh, and it feels like kind of the music carried a lot of the <clears throat> excuse me the action of the episode. So you know that's a good thing and it's a bad thing. It'd be great if, if uh, everything was humming on all cylinders. But really, I mean, I was very entertained. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't really get what's with Yoko wondering about these space treasures and what that means. Uh, is that larger plot implications, or is that just because of the uh, the space pirate coming along? Is that all that's meant to set up the that he would be attracted to these space treasures? I don't know. It seems kind of odd to me. Um, I don't really have much else to say. It was cool to see Haruki taking uh, such charge. Um, and that he was, you know, happily taking Wyndham and, and kind of, he seemed humbled by, uh, the fact that he was piloting Wyndham on his own and, you know, running, you know, he was the main, uh, operator for the, for the operation. Um, so that was pretty cool. And I liked, uh, I liked how he basically sacrificed himself, threw himself in front of those laser beams, uh, for Yoko's sake. And, uh, that was really good stuff. Um, you know, he stepped up and was very heroic in that way. And it was kind of funny that Z forgot how to, you know, activate the combo or whatever, uh, for the lightning grenade. Um, but you know, I'm not going to, you know, pick at that too much, but it was just kind of, kind of odd, but Haruki kind of stepped up and I enjoyed him a lot more in this episode. So, uh, the only thing is I would like, um, I think I'd like to see more craftiness used to defeat, uh, difficult opponents as opposed to just, oh, here's another power up, here's another power up, here's another power up, or a special weapon brought on by this metal combination. And I noticed that it looks like there's only three, maybe six slots at the most, uh, more, uh, worth of metals that he can have in his holder. So I'm hoping that'll, like, once those are all in, he'll have to get really creative with how he's using his metal combinations and whatnot in order to defeat people. Um, because I don't want it to just be power up after power up. I want it to be, like, crafty. Um, so, yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm going to encourage you to check out uh, mjmunis.com to find all the other stuff I'm doing. It's Common Writer Week or, or Writer Week. It's the 50th anniversary. I'm going to have a um, little episode of Writer Tears, the uh, the rebirth of MJ Loves Toku out where I'm just focusing on Common Writer. Uh, Writer Tears, that'll be out um, this week, hopefully shortly after you hear this uh, Ultraman episode, Ultraman Z episode. And uh, I will also be covering the sequel to SSSS.Gridman, SSSS.Dynazion. Uh, so that's on Funimation, um, simulcasting, uh, I was hoping there was a dub, a dub, but it's just subs, so I'll watch that sometime this week, and, uh, and, um, I'll watch it sometime this week, and get a review out for it as well, although it looks less like an ultra show, and more like a, like a Super Sentai, so, um, we'll have to see, I don't know, it's a giant robot, but there's, it also has Kaiju in the description, so we'll check that out later, and, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be hearing that soon for me as well, uh, but again, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm going to remind you that you don't need to shout henshin to be a hero. I'm going to leave you with peace and blessings. Uh, for now, this is MJ signing off.